Welcome to the Mind Her Business Podcast, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business while taking care of your mindset, your health, and your family. Honestly, it's just trying to keep your head above water. So go ahead and pour yourself a cup of coffee or make your favorite cocktail. We don't judge. It's time to become the holistic CEO you're meant to be. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We've been trying to figure out what that is from. <laughs> some old show. It really is, right? It's yeah. not Brady Bunch, but it's... It's one of those Welcome that was back. on... Yeah. What was that called? Where it was like... TV Land? Yes. Mm. And even before TV Land, like the OG. There was something before TV I Land? So. What was before TV Land? It was just like late night. Oh, tell me old wise one. Back. <laughs> <laughs> back in, you know, the 90s. Oh my goodness. Is anybody born in the 90s? Um, hi, I was born in 92. I know. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you when I was born. No, I was you born were born in, in 87 because yeah. Aaron was born in 88. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want their social security numbers too? <laughs> like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is pretty amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm actually, I was going to say I'm actually really excited, but I'm always so excited for these podcasts. Yeah. But I think today what we're talking about is very important. And it can be overlooked a lot. I think it's actually overlooked more than people realize. I agree. Especially in the digital space like we mm-hmm. have now where anybody and everybody can kind of get online yeah. and put their put their message out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like the message gets so muddied. And that's yes. really what we're talking about yeah. today is really just the power in your messaging. Mm-hmm. Not only just knowing your messages and knowing what's really going to speak to your right customer and client, right? And I agree with this so much because this is, I mean, social media has evolved and changed, right? Like I think back to 2019 and you really didn't have to have specific messaging. I think about one of the clients we did social for and they were a social media agency. And so everything we did was like, this is why you need SEO. This is why it was very basic. And they were getting requests left and right for like people wanting to work with their agency. Don't you think that speaks to saturation too? 100%. Like just the fact that there have been booms in mm-hmm. these types of businesses in the last, I would say, five years. Agreed. I mean, when we started doing business in 2017. Yeah. Uh, to, I was just talking about this the other day. 2017, 2019. It was so different, right? So different. The landscape was you were a social media agency and yeah. you did anything and everything for yeah. every client because if they needed it, you did it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like 2020. Yeah. major rise in social media agencies oh my gosh, and yes. agencies that like digital agencies world. in the freelance world, the VA yeah. space. And so everybody then niched down. Yeah. And now it's kind of swinging full circle again, yeah. where people are actually looking for those who are dialed yeah. in and their ideal, like not their ideal client, but they are their ideal client, right? Yeah. It's really interesting because in my opinion, this is almost better than what it used to be, right? Because yes, there's more competition, but that also is justification for what you do. You know, like it, when it was the way that it was where you didn't have to be specific on your messaging, you really didn't have to put that much thought into it. It also brought in clients who felt that way about social. So they only wanted to pay you like $400 a month because they didn't see the power in it. Yep. Now that script has completely switched. And so while you may be sitting there thinking like, wow, this is exhausting. I actually think this is a major opportunity. But like you said, the one thing that's overlooked so much is messaging and really how you can say specific things and it does do an immediate reaction in somebody's mind whether they know it or not. Yeah, we were just talking with our students about this. It's like the simplest Mm -hmm. tweaks in messaging. One example I want to give is 
when we say, are you struggling? Yes. We lead with content, right? So you're trying to say you're a virtual assistant, trying to attract a client in the Pinterest space. This works well for us because this is what we are. But um, are you struggling to create content that drives sales in your business? Now what you're doing is you're putting yourself up there as you are the savior of their business. You're trying to find the person that is struggling. Can we go into this deeper? Yeah. yeah, So what does it actually mean to be like, to be creating savior content? Oh my gosh. I feel like we've done this in the past, which is why I feel we can speak to this. But somebody who is struggling is Mm -hmm. not in the right mindset to make a jump. Yes. Just by like psychology. So people are not going to move from pain Mm -hmm. toward pleasure Mm -hmm. unless the pain is strong enough. And somebody who's just struggling to make sales, but is still selling to some degree or keeping their business afloat, they're going to be sitting in that spot where they're just not motivated enough to make that jump. So I feel like the struggling and struggling or are you tired? Of or the words that are just negative. Yeah. It's amazing if we can just spin those words so that you're not creating content that saves somebody's mm-hmm. business. And by savior content, it just means somebody's coming in looking for you to be the answer to their problems. Yeah. And one service, we know yeah. this to be so true. One service is not a savior 100%. for any business. 100%. And it can be. 100%. I also like to think about it in the sense of trying to be a mom to everyone. Yep. That was that was a big like light bulb moment in my head was I was I was reading something and they were like there's a difference between creating like there's a difference between being the mother and the muse. Mm-hmm. And the mother brings in people who like want you to hold their hand yep. and if you just if you make like small tweaks in your small. language and that's what I think was really hard for me to really like wrap my head around was like these are very small changes. Well, that's this, the simplest thing is this, the word struggling. Yeah. It's just rephrasing it. You're taking the same idea. Are you struggling to create effortless sales in your business? Mm-hmm. And instead of saying that, it's, it's more like looking for a way to create sales yeah. that continue to happen while you sleep. You yeah. know, something as simple as that no longer paints the picture yeah. of like, I'm the person that's also struggling. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm struggling. So I'm going to listen to their content. Well, those strugglers are unfortunately probably never going to work with you. Right. They're never going to take you up on your offer. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always going to be struggling. So they're not going to have the ability to like jump in and work mm-hmm. with you. You want that person that is kind of in a different headspace or uh, again, kind of a step up from them. I also... I've seen this so true, like with the clients that we bring on in the like, okay, so let's rewind for a Mm -hmm. second. When we used to talk to those pain points and we did position Pinterest as like, if you don't have it, then this may be why your sales are down. We brought in clients who were so out of alignment with how we operated. And it took me a really long time to realize it was because of what we were saying on social. Because I would get on sales calls and I'd say all the same things. And I was always really confused why some of the clients seemed to like we could drive and we worked really well. And some of the other clients, it just wasn't connecting. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it was where that client was coming from. So it's like if it was a referral that we jived because they understood how we approached Pinterest. If they're coming from social, I had been creating all of this like savior and mom type of content messaging, I should say, that when they came onto our team, it was almost like they needed us 24-7. And if we needed them to do something, for instance, maybe it was like update something on a landing page. Mm -hmm. It was like we we had to hold their hand through the entire process. Yep. So that was interesting. It's like some of these people will decide to work with you, but it's going to be a process on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, so let's get a little bit more into, I don't want to say like the nitty gritty, but we know that there's ways that we can flip the script. And I think it's really important that we also start to dive into like, what are the problems that my rich niche, mm-hmm. I love that rich mm-hmm. niche, um, has. And remember, we don't ever speak to the problem. Yep. So that was one of the other things when we were working through our messaging is, yes, you need to know their problems. You have to know the pain points, but then you have to be able to paint the picture of the opposite of that pain point. And I want to talk a little bit about the rich niche because yeah. you said you love that. When we say rich niche, and this term gets kind of loosely thrown around and you may have heard it in different ways, but it just means the person that is actually going to work with you. The client that is going to go, I absolutely need the service that you're selling. Take my credit card, right? Raising hands and throwing it up. Because when you create the messaging Mm -hmm. that speaks to the person that's struggling, that speaks to the person that needs you to be their savior, that's not your rich niche. Yeah. That may be your niche. So say you're a Pinterest marketing agency and you're attracting people who need Pinterest marketing. That might be your person in your niche, but it's not your rich niche. So how do you get those? How do you speak more clearly to those Mm -hmm. people that end up being in your rich niche? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the same thing can be true as you are giving. And this gets more into like the sales side, which I know we're going to be talking about a lot, but um, in like later episodes. But there is also the problem in your messaging where you're giving way too much information. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting so much... This was like a beautiful analogy. Somebody said, when you give so much information to someone, this is why you're actually doing them a disservice. Because we can think about it from our perspective, right? We give them way too much information. We tell them exactly how to do something. And then they don't want to work with us, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost like it's too much information. It's education. It's all that stuff. But this is actually why it's a disservice to our ideal client because they think that they have all the information. And all of us know that if we write or we do a three-minute TikTok video, there's no way we're going to put seven years of knowledge and strategy into three minutes, but it's going to come across to that person that it is all of that, that it is all of that knowledge, right? And so then you're doing them a disservice. Yeah, it's the type of content that I feel like a lot of people are putting out right now. And yeah. it's one thing we're telling our students, like just switch your mindset around mm-hmm. putting out that content because that content's easy to make, yeah. right? That content is like, it. you know your business inside yeah. and out and what you offer and what the client can expect. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, let me give them the seven tips right. to auditing their Pinterest account. Yes. And they can, they can have this information, think I'm so knowledgeable and then want to work yeah. with me. It's the idea that I'm putting all my best education out there. Look how knowledgeable I am. They're definitely going to work with me. No, no, no. They look at that and they go, oh, that's the seven things I need to do. Yeah. Cool. I can awesome. check those off yeah. my list. And so we've done this, guys. Mm-hmm. We have been in this place. And so we're telling you this because we don't want you to make the same mistakes with your messaging. You become their Google. And like you you just do. That's yeah. it, There's a difference between creating content that has people sliding into your DM saying, oh my word, how can I book a call to work with you? Versus somebody sliding in asking you questions. Here's one of the biggest things that we've seen with our like community inside of Accelerate Her is we dive into so much when it comes to like marketing and sales. And we had a couple, uh, I would say students inside of there, members inside of there who they were really struggling with that, but they didn't know that they were struggling with it yet, which was interesting. They were like, this is so amazing. I have so many people telling me that like I'm providing awesome information. Um, they said, you know, they're, they can't find this anywhere. And I looked at their, at their content and I was like, I want you to know that like 
this will result in you becoming a Google. Yes, your information is amazing. Yes, what you're saying is true. But have any of these people asked to work with you? And they were like, no, not yet. I'm like, no, see, here's the thing. You just had a video go viral. This would be the time people would be asking to work with you. You have the most amount of eyes on you right now. But instead, you have people sliding into your DMs saying like, how valuable. So while that information is good, I think that Okay. Also, I just had this thought. Tangent. I know. I just had this thought. The reason why I think so many of us used to create content like that, or maybe we get sucked into creating content like that is it's almost like an ego boost, right? Yeah. And it used to work. It did used to work. It did (laughs) did. used to work. Fully. I think that's the other thing where we got to adapt, right? We always have to pivot. We say this all the time in our own business. It's like you adapt, you pivot. What worked well six months ago, is not going to work well now. I think yeah. we just need to be prepared that it's going to be an ever-changing. Yes. Things are so fast-paced right now. It's ever-changing. Do not get comfortable doing one thing that was working yeah. well and expect it to work well in a year. Absolutely. And I think about uh, one of our students and she made this pivot to her stories and ended up closing $1,000 extra, just an yep. extra like one-off services through one pivot in her messaging. And I'm like, this is why the sticky content is like mm-hmm. so important. And that's a pivot to her I, to her customer base yeah. that's already there, right? Yes. Imagine if you pivot your messaging right. to the people you're trying to like yes. cast a wide net and collect 100%. when it comes to your, your, your content. A hundred percent. Okay, so we talked about what problems do, does my rich niche have? So get very, very clear on that. This is all going to help you with your messaging. You know, who are your best clients? Yes. So thinking through what has been your, who has been your most successful client? What has that partnership looked like, right? Where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Keeping that in mind, because this is all going to help us figure out who our rich niche is and then, and then build our message. Um, did we talk about what did they do before they joined the program or what did they have? What did they know to kind of, that's an interesting one. We haven't talked about that. Um, do you mean in terms of like, where are they sitting and like painting the transformation? Yeah, we've, we don't want the savior, right? We right. don't want to be somebody's savior, I should say. We want somebody who actually knows a good amount or has enough in their business yeah. so that we're not just going, oh, Pinterest is what you need to be on. You're two months into business. Yeah. No, we need to be able to focus on the people who have certain things built yes. out. So what do they know or what have they built before? I think look at that. Who's your best client? Um, or your best customer? And what did they have before they actually enlisted in your services or or looked into your services? So maybe that's like a website. Maybe they had their email marketing funnel Mm -hmm. built out. Um, Maybe they were already marketing on other social channels because that was not in their best interest to be on your marketing channel first. So kind of looking at that, I think that will also help build your your rich niche and then ultimately build your best messaging to them. Yeah, having that clearly outlined also helps you to realize when you are on like a sales call with somebody or somebody does slide into your DMs, if they are a good fit or not. And you're not trying to like adapt yourself to essentially save everyone or to save everyone's business. Um, I also think it's a major mindset shift. We've been seeing this a lot with, I would say, some of our students is helping them shift from trying to save everyone's Mm -hmm. business, trying to help everyone to realize like, A, that's not realistic because you're also building a business and you have to be really careful over like your time and energy. And so shifting that to then be like, who can you actually really help? Yeah. And that's where I think this rich niche really comes into play too. Absolutely. So then I feel like once you kind of have this information, right, you do a little writing out of who your rich niche is for, I think then you can really like get started 
with your messaging and outlining what your messaging is going to look like. And for me, that would be the first one would be like, who is this for? Yeah. Right. Who is your service? Who is your program for? Yeah, absolutely. I always say get as specific as possible. I mean, I know there are people that say don't niche down, do niche down. But I really feel like get as specific as possible. I feel like you have to, especially in the beginning stages. If you've never worked through this messaging before, and if you're sitting there being like, this can be for anyone who's a female who has a business, you know how overwhelming that is? Don't do that to yourself don't. either. Don't. <laughs> it's so overwhelming. It, yeah. It yeah. Ser- serves nobody. No. We've had this happen one too many times yes. where we start a new program, offer a new service, and you go, but it's for everyone. And it's like, okay, it might be, mm-hmm. but if you're not specific, then you're always going to struggle with the messaging. And then people are always going to struggle to know if it is for them or not. Yeah. So then, then we're not helping it. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. So then you get it, who it's for. Yep. Um, my other question I always think about when I'm creating messages is like, what are the problems those clients are currently going through? Yeah. Right. So thinking through what is it that they're looking for? What transformation is that look that, that they're looking for? So in our example, you know, Pinterest um, agency, the client's probably looking for traffic, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking for sales. They may not be looking to spend any more money running yeah. ads and they're looking for an alternative for sure. um, way to find new leads. Yep. Um, you look at who your ideal customer is and then you also look at like what problem can your service solve. And that's how you start to build out your messaging. And you get super hyper-focused on like what you can actually do for them. Yeah. 100%. I also want you guys, and this might be beneficial to go back to the beginning of this podcast and take out a pen and like actually write down these points Mm -hmm. because this is something that you need to sit on and really think through. Um, Constantly rework. I was going to say that's something we've constantly been like, okay, how can we pivot this? What's happening in the world? How do we pivot? Like you should know at your core who that niche is, but then you also have to be aware of like changes in the world, the economy, just life, uh, maybe even something I think about like holidays or there's so many factors that the more you can know who they are, then you can continue to pivot your messaging around that. I think that's huge. And we're not saying rework everything that you have. No. But instead, trying new tweaks and twists on things that were working before, but seem like they're getting a bit stale and just going, okay, how can I slightly tweak this messaging to reach this person where I think they're at right now? 100%. Yeah. It can be as simple as that. It's really just being intentional. And it's an Mm -hmm. ongoing process. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And so... One of the reasons why we really wanted to have this conversation today is because personally, I've seen so much of the same content Mm -hmm. coming out on social from so many different people. And I think it's easy to look at somebody's business and be like, what they're doing is working. So I'm just going to copy and paste. And I want you to know that like, that doesn't work in the long run because if you don't know why it's working, if you don't know who your customer Mm -hmm. is and if you can't put your own twist on it, then it's not sustainable. And also, how are you going to stand out? I also read something or maybe listened to somebody say this, but it's like two people can have the exact same program. Mm -hmm. They can have the exact same service, but um, customer one will want to work with the first person Mm -hmm. um, because of the way that they are, because of the way that they deliver their message, because of the way that they talk about their business, because of, I mean, we've gone into so much around sales, but because of the way that they're selling their service versus the 
the second person. And it has nothing to do with the service that's actually being offered. It's just like the way that they're conveying their message and getting it across. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it's so important. It is. Um, Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed this today. We are going to be diving way more into like messaging and sales and all of that good stuff. Because especially I feel like as we're coming into Q4, you have such an opportunity to, right? You have such an opportunity to make Q4 one of the most profitable quarters yet. Um, I think we can kind of sometimes trick ourselves into thinking like, oh, I just need to think about the next year. And that's just not the case. And so now you have you have three, so many months. By the time we're recording this, right. you have three months, right. at least three months 100%. to make sure that you're not taking your foot off the gas. If anything, I would say going into this holiday season too, don't. People yeah. increase their marketing budget. Oh my gosh, yes. So especially in this space, mm-hmm. um, they are looking for somebody to be able to you know, do their Instagram, their Pinterest, yes. their Facebook, design anything. Yes. Their marketing budget increases yes. in Q4. So keep pushing forward. 100%. All right. Well, hopefully next week we'll be talking about sales <laughs> which we love and i would love to know from you guys if there was something that stood out to you in terms of messaging maybe you had heard this before but we did like a different take um i would just love to know what you felt like was the biggest takeaway from today's episode love it and always if you could leave us a review go ahead and rate the podcast that helps us so much you guys so much we appreciate it bye-bye talk soon Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you could go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what your biggest takeaway was, we'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. See you next week. Bye.